This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The doctor was the mother. He stood on a block of ice. Both of them were goldfish. It was the cannon of an airplane. He stabbed him with an icicle. And the horse was being Uh, uh, Aaron, Aaron. Yes. Fire. We oh, must thank fire. You. I, do, I do look good today. What? No, we must fire. JPC, fire. Okay. Let me rub these sticks together and then throw them. What em. are you two doing? <laughs> have a seat. Have a seat. <laughs> have a seat? What do you mean, have a seat? Fire. Fired. I'm sorry? You're being fired. Let go. You're firing me? Ugh, severance package. Well, let's see the severance package. Be here. Uh, 14 rocks. Health, 14 rocks. <laughs> dental rocks, dental health. That's, not a, that's actually not bad. You should, Six you, weeks. you should just quit. You'd no, save not, us a lot of money. I'm not going to fall for that. I already have a severance package full of rocks right in front of me. I'm not definitely not going to quit. Don't you want to collect unenrockment? Uh, that's bullshit. I'm not falling for this. Oro Rock <laughs> That's not part of quitting. That I would actually lose the employer match is, is what I'm losing. Can we ask you something? Sure, yes. We're, yeah, we're tell bo- that. Aaron and I are both cave people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where are you from? Family you- guy, I think. I'm Family Guy Rafi. I'm J. Peter Griffin C. And I'm... Aaron. Stewie. (laughs) Giggity, giggity. And we are Hey Riddle Riddle. If you're joining us for the first time, we try and solve riddles and puzzles, and we do improvised scenes along the way. So, strap in, fucker. Yep. It's a roller coaster ride of riddles and emotions. It's a roller coaster ride. Uh, Here's here's the thing. It's a roller coaster ride, and you have to be this dumb to ride. Mm Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. And also, side side note, you're never too short to ride an emotional roller coaster. That's true. Little known fact. Um, I would also just like to shout out, uh, if if it is your first time listening, welcome. If it's not your first time listening, but you do like the show, go to iTunes and leave us a review. We would love a review. We just got a great review from a brand new listener on iTunes that was four stars. Again, not my favorite, but I'll take it. But what they said in the review was that it wasn't what they were looking for because they wanted something that was more riddle-focused, but they're still listening. So I think that that's great. Oh, also, that's it's a, nice. It's a little bit like going to a Cracker Barrel and leaving it four stars and being like, not an Arby's. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I am dis. I I would be disappointed if I thought Hey Riddle Riddle was an Arby's and it wasn't an Arby's. What is your favorite thing to get in our Arby's, Aaron? I don't think I've ever uh, set for- foot into an set Arby's. fork. <laughs> set fork. In, I've never I wouldn't set, set fork, fork in an Arby's. Arby's. I wouldn't set any of my fine forks or knives in an Arby's. You've no. literally you've literally never had Arby's. That's never. insane. 
Here's my what? favorite thing about Arby's. My favorite thing about Arby's is every six months, for the last five years, every six months on Twitter, somebody posts that Arby's is stands for the letters R-B, roast beef, and everyone loses their mind. Mm-hmm. It's very easy. It stands easy. for what? If you want to get 500,000 <laughs> likes, just wait four months and post that, and people will lose their mind. You mean a shrimp fry this Arby's? Uh, Aaron, of course, the best uh, item at Arby's is the curly fries. They're, they're seasoned. Are those gluten-free? I can't imagine um, that they are. <laughs> Here's well, what I want to do. Got, well, we can do Arby's for a review crew. Can you have a, yeah, the mystery of Arby's. Can you have a shake? You can have shakes, right? Yeah, I don't want to, though. Nobody wants to. That wasn't the question. <laughs> Aaron, you can, this might sound crazy. You can have snacks, right? Well, I am one, so oh, that's, that's right. cannibalism. Yeah, you are what you eat. Back. Here, I want to go around the horn. We're each going to say our favorite fast food restaurant. Long John Silver's for me. Yeah, it's just Long John Silver's. It's and I, so Oh, insane. I love it. I can't it's get enough. so insane. That's an essential part of your personality. It's my favorite. Long John Silver's is the You should be best. buried in a Long John Silver's. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> oh, please. We'll spread your ashes in a Long John Silver's. We promise. Bury me at sea. My favorite has to be uh, Taco Bell because they have more vegetarian <laughs> options, but they just did away with all their potato items. They took them all off the fucking menu. I'm sorry. Yeah, fuck you, Taco and Bell. And I'm also sorry because all I'm thinking about is us putting... Adel's body in a rowboat, <laughs> opening a Long John Silver's door, pushing it in, and then shooting an arrow at it in the middle I thought, of a Long John. Bury Silver. me at sea I, plus fast food restaurants. I thought we were gonna dunk him in the fryer. <laughs> yes, oh like, yeah. Slowly lower him as an organ place. Yes. Turn me. All I want to do is be turned into those little crispies at the bottom of all their food baskets. Well, I didn't discover my favorite fast food restaurant until my twenties, and it is Culver's. Well, yeah, and I never had it until I lived in Chicago and started going on road trips with my friends. I remember. What's this now? When we were driving to Milwaukee to open up for Mbim Bam, when and I feel like I feel like we were maybe we weren't running late, but I feel like we were on a pretty tight time time schedule. Aaron saw a sign for Culver's and goes, "Can we get Culver's?" And so we. Like a little kid? I want to say we flipped the car off the highway and landed on (laughs) on the roof. I I don't know if that's 100% right. No, I'm remembering that too. (laughs) Didn't didn't we all get Culver's on the way back from that escape room too? Yeah, we Uh, did. That was nice. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That, we really did down, feel like friends in that moment, just sitting at a culvert. Maybe it's on the way down. It was on the way down, I think. And on the way back, we played 40 different uh, song games. Uh-huh. And we stopped at another Culver's. <laughs> that, that was an excellent <laughs> night, I think. I learned a lot about JPC's family. We all mm-hmm. became better friends. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The day we drove to open for Mabim Bam, uh, we had recorded all morning, starting at like 8 a.m. Oh, yeah. that's right. That was the longest day in Hey Riddle Riddle history. And we had had world news the night before, so I had just spent like 24 hours with you guys. We recorded four episodes to bank a ton, and then we drove to Milwaukee to do a, a show in front of a live studio What a audience. wild time. What a wild time. Is was everyone having a good week? When was that? What'd oh, you say? I don't know when that was. Was that, that was in? I want to say that was November. I want to say that, that was in November. Was the fall. End of November. That was the fall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can never remember what life was like before the end times, and mm-hmm. so I'm like, when did we all drive in cars to a theater? <laughs> Have we all people? met before? <laughs> Why would we ever do that? Um, um how was everyone's week? week? Here's something I'll talk about that I don't think I've talked about on the on the podcast yet. Gemma and I are we put in an offer for a house. And today we had our inspection, which had to, w- had to have been the most stressful. Yeah. This was the most stressful morning of my life. 
Um, they found oh, uh, some things. A woman with a big white glove comes yeah. on and she like uh, runs her finger over and then like presents <laughs> you with the do- dirt and it says, not very clean, is it, Adel? Like, and then it's I not went my to, house yet. Yeah, I went to dinner without, be- without bed. I went to dinner <laughs> without bed. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's how, that's so how rough, of, that's how rough of a day I'm having. Dinner without bed. <laughs> no, I want to sleep before I eat. Please let me sleep. No, dinner and then you'll stay awake till breakfast. Um, I think it went well. The house we're, we're hoping to buy, it's an amazing house, but it is, I think it's like 90 years old or 92 years old. So they found things that they were like, the guy was like, hey, I found all this stuff, but for a house this age, this is very, very typical. So hopefully it all works out. We'll see. Well, we're both so happy for you. It was so exciting when we found out that you had put an offer in. We Thank can't you. wait to come over to the house and visit in 2026. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say 20 years. I'll be bringing my grandkids. Uh, <laughs> and if you're one of my kids and you're listening, get busy because Papa needs grandkids. Um, uh, and there's there's something about the house that I won't share now, but if we get it, I'll share. That's very exciting. It's haunted. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday in Chicago, we were actually supposed to record yesterday, but there was like a freak 100 mile per hour uh, storm. Um, and today I was walking out in my neighborhood and just seeing all the destruction. This thing fucked up the neighborhood, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't live around a lot of trees. What's the tree situation up north like? The tree situation is, so obviously there were some trees. There's a lot of like old big trees in my neighborhood. Obviously some trees uh, struck by lightning and got like ripped up. But some trees look like they straight up just blew down, like split in Whoa. half blew down because the wind was so hard. I did, wa- I did walk past one tree that was in someone's porch, like it had gone I- into their house. <gasps> Oh my um, god, can you imagine that's so scary? It but didn't that, it would be f- terrifying. It did not look like it hit it looked like it hit like an entryway. It didn't I was wondering how the people could get out of their house. I'm assuming they must have a back door, but it was like their front door was fucked up cuz the tree oh hit it. You told me you found out that the tree that was trying to go into the house that was actually an ant. <laughs> No, what I said was the tree was coming from inside the house. I thought I had fallen into the house. It was bursting out of the house. It was like, get me the fuck out of this house. The people in here are crazy. Um, speaking of crazy, are we crazy to go ahead and only nine minutes in this launch into some ridies and buzzies? I have something to say about my week, Oh, Aaron, please. Oh, my gosh, yes. I had a- Aaron, had... you have one minute-ish left because- Great. 10 minutes and we got it. And we've animals. already burned 30 of it, so you have 20 seconds left. 10. Well, I have a crazy story. Okay. So I've been having a really bad week in general, but the icing on the cake was on Sunday. I was sitting, so uh, connected to my building is this gated park where you can go and walk dogs. And in order to get in, you have to Must have a nice. key to the building. It's very nice. Um, but I was sitting sort of in the middle of the park, maybe 15 feet or so away from uh, the we're, even the fence part, so like where people walk by. So I'm like really inside the park. I'm on the phone with Arnie Parrott, who wrote the, our theme, uh, talking to him about a new theme that we're writing for an episode coming up. And I'm outside with my dog, and she's on my feet, and I'm petting her. And while I'm on the phone, this woman Aaron, comes up to the gate. I am so sorry we're out of time. I appreciate you trying. <laughs> people are going to roast you. <laughs> If you interrupt the lady telling a story, good luck to you the rest of the day on Twitter. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, yeah, rules are rules. Uh, all right, Adel, what do we have? For- oh, my God. You guys, this is literally the only time I've had an absolutely crazy story to tell on please, the show. Please, please finish. This woman walks up to the gate and goes, um, while I'm on the phone, interrupts me and goes, excuse me, 
how old's your dog? And I was like, oh, uh, she's two. And then I go back on the phone and she goes, excuse me, your dog is very cute. And she has the weirdest vibe and energy I've Ooh. ever seen. And I was Where like, is she? okay. She's so, in the fence? No, she's outside of the fence. Ooh. She's walking on the sidewalk on the outside, holding okay. onto the fence, trying to get my attention with my dog. Um, and I had seen her stop and like ask about a dog before. So I was like, mm-hmm. maybe she just really likes dogs. And, and I was like, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. And then I'm continuing my phone call, trying not to be t- rude to Arnie. And then I see this woman reach into Uh-oh. her pocket, Uh-oh. take out an unmarked gummy, nope. and throw it directly at Lou. Nope. No. Nope. The p- most perfect aim I've ever seen. And it's oh. this blue gummy, and it looks like, like a marijuana gummy. It doesn't look like a name <laughs> brand anything. And Lou immediately eats it. And I know, I mean, I was obsessed with looking at like the can't eat list for dogs and sugar free gummies can kill them. Um, Like a meat, like, like um, so toxic. They're in the top 10 things that dogs can't eat. And also it could have drugs. So I'm on the phone with Arnie and poor Arnie, it must have sounded terrifying because I just was screaming like, did you just feed my fucking dog? (laughs) And she takes off running Uh. in a dead sprint. And I'm just screaming, trying to get my dog to throw up, like digging in her mouth, can't get it out. That Call proves Sean. she was trying to kill him. Well, kill her, I, I'm sorry. I know. We keep saying that Lou had an, uh, someone tried to assassinate her this week. You don't so, run if you're innocent. I know. I know. What? And so what? I called you. Don't I'm throw telling a gummy. you. And you didn't want me to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, I am concerned. When you said that this woman threw a gummy and she had the most perfect aim, was this woman Ken Griffey Jr.? Maybe. Okay. See, but here, but it was so disorienting because why? Holy like, shit! Someone, I, I don't even like the idea of someone giving my dog a treat on the street, even if they're with another dog. It's just like a bad vibe. Nobody feed anyone else's dog. It's bad news. Also, if you know anything about dogs, sugar-free gummies are so they can kill them. Just why kill would you them. give a dog a gummy? I don't. Well, I think she was trying to hurt her. If was the really? intention. Yeah, if honestly. You give a dog a gummy. Like, so, I, there's no other, re- like, she just, there, it's not like she was throwing her a treat. And her vibe was, I'm telling you, like, weird and kind of scary. And not like, not like out of touch or like socially unaware. Like, w- alert and nuts. Um, and, that's so strange. So when you texted us on Monday that Lou was dead, is that what that meant? <laughs> No, no, no. When you said they finally caught the dog park tosser, was that what you meant? <laughs> no, it's actually not what I meant. <laughs> um, uh, it's so we it's took not. Her, that, that guy's still at large. Um, so uh, in a complete panic, we rushed her to the emergency Oof. hospital. Is she okay? Yeah, and they like made her throw up, and they got the gummy out. And yeah, they like based on like smell and everything, it was like, I think she gave her like a marijuana gummy. That if it had been sugar-free, could have easily killed her. Really, like really fucked up her body for a while. And Aaron, to make a dog throw up, you typically describe foods that aren't another dog's ass, right? Yeah. And, and that grosses them out. <laughs> yeah. You talk about how how much you like cats, and they're like, oh god. <laughs> uh, but isn't that crazy? That is wild. It's one of the weirdest moments of my life because of absolutely how I, I was. Uh, Telling my therapist today, like, my brain is constantly going over the worst case scenario of what can happen in any given moment. And I never in a million years thought I would be 15 feet away from a sidewalk. And a woman, also, she should go into some sort of sport (laughs) that involves aim. (laughs) I've never seen anything like it in my life. It was incredible. if she's a professional dog yeah. assassin, it sounds like she's in the exact right field. Like she's... <laughs> And I do have to step in and say, most sports involve aim, so. Whatever. Not all of them. Not if you're running toward the finish line. Well, well I so guess. You're I still aiming for the finish line. Wait, there's some sports that don't involve aim. 
Aaron, truly the woman you described, if you had if you described that character to David Lynch to put into Twin Peaks, he'd be like, too absurd. That's, That's true. bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Uh, I did. I, I've yelled at an old man once who was like going into his pocket to get like he it was like obviously like, a lonely old guy who carried dog treats around. Fuck with him, but you. He, tr- he tried to give spaghetti a dog treat, and I was like, dude, no. What are you fucking doing? I was like, I don't know what that is. Like, you're not gonna feed my fucking dog something that I don't know what it is. He's it's like, really it's a treat. Sweet, it's like, and well-intentioned. I don't know you. But and and I wouldn't even let a sweet, well-intentioned person feed my dog. You guys, isn't that crazy? That is I, was, I was so wild. stressed out. I thought I might die. That is wild. And and JPC, I tried to say fuck you because you said uh, I once yelled at a lonely old man and I was trying to pretend it was me. I yelled at a lonely old man and he lonely. said, I'm you from the future. And I was um, like, good. I, I'm ready for riddles. I, I needed I to, to tell you this. guys that We story. just got a two-star review that said, why are you not doing more riddles in this episode? So people are listening. Um, no, so here we go. Those are episode specific. So go ahead. Go to iTunes. Leave us those episode specific reviews. And please, really no, help folks, people find the I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to get to these riddles. Um, Aaron, that story was phenomenal. And I, I don't want you to, th- all jokes aside, I don't want you to think that I did not want to hear that story. It's crazy. Um, Let's do some warm-up pretties and puzzies. Here we go. How many peas are there in a pint? One. One. Okay, explain. The letter pint. The, the, letter le- P. the word pint. The letter pint. Letter P and pint. Uh, a, B, incorrect. C, D, There's e, F, 837 e. peas can fit into a pint. It's kind of fun. What do you mean fun? That's not real. No, it's the letter. There's one. It's the letter P. Oh, great. You two are geniuses. What do you want from me? <laughs> Did we really get it? So the misdirect was we were trying to think of how many peas could fit into a pint. Uh-huh. Well, I want to see a scene. Um, and the two of you are college roommates, and you're just two peas in a pod. And everything you do, you describe in tasty foods. <laughs> what? And one of you is a mountain lion. Okay, hold on. Stop it. <laughs> Brevis, no, plus Brevis plus Brevis plus Brevis plus Brevis. And it's 1924. Great. No. Oh, my God. Wait, are you going to class? Uh, yeah, I have like a 1030 econ. <laughs> no. No, don't go, don't go, don't go. Sarah, I don't want to go, but it's econ. I kind of have to go. Why don't you just come with me? You never go to any classes. <laughs> no, I'll just explain the economy to you so you can stay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, get, I mean, if you if you truly, here's here's the textbook. If you truly think that you can get it, it's, it's a macro econ. Great. Let me just peruse. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. What do you want to know? <laughs> I guess, like, let's just start with, like, big picture. Like, what is macroeconomics? Okay, great. So the big picture on the front of this book, uh-huh. it's less of a picture and it more just says macroeconomics. But there is a picture. <laughs> yeah, and it is of dollar signs and question marks. <laughs> All right, everyone, have a seat. Uh, for today's presentation, these two are going to explain to us, as per their assignment, what macroeconomics is. So I'm not technically in this class, but this is my roommate. So I but am going to But she's my bestie. She's my bestie. And she said she wanted to work on this project with me. Claire, thank you so much for being here with me. We do everything together. I'm going to silently act out uh, uh, what Jenny says. Nice. Yes. Uh, Claire is going to be interpreting, uh, a la a short form game, uh, what I am saying uh, through her actions. This is going to translate super well. I know this is being recorded for a podcast for class. Uh, This is going to translate super well to the podcast. Great. Here we go. Hmm. Macroeconomics. Well, there's two types of economics. There's dollar signs and question marks. (laughs) And if the dollar signs... I don't need to hear anything more. A plus. (laughs) My dad's a senator. Same. 
<laughs> the perfect uh, button to any scene. Aaron was a senator. Aaron was acting it out uh, for everyone who who will never see it. I we'll, commit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll turn that video into audio. Um, here we go. Here's the next warm up. Ready? I drive men mad for the love of me. Easily beaten, never free. What am I? I drive uh, men mad, John Ham, for the love of me. Easily beaten, never free. What am I? I want to I say I. I don't want to get in trouble for this, but I want to say that pussy. Yes, that pussy is easily beaten, but never free. Yes. It is that pussy, which is my favorite French electronica duo, <laughs> Daft Pussy. <laughs> um, that yeah, does sound I agree like with a JPC. Line from WAP. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Aaron? I agree with JPC. And can you say it? No money. Okay, here's the thing. Eggs. It's not eggs. Yeah, it's easily beaten, never free. But it's not, doesn't drive people mad. Butter? I want, I want to see a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, JPC, you and I are a couple about to get romantic, and um, both of us are trying to get romantic, and mm-hmm. we um, are very passionate, very much in love, very much both want this, but we have a hard time talking dirty. Mm. 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 Oh, mm. yes, hold, yes, hey, hold, yes, Hold yes. on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to, yeah. before we get yes. into it, I just yes, want to yes. look at you. Yes. I just want to read your oh. book ass with yeah. my eyes. Oh, my gosh, here. And I'm going to take off my shirt and show my body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I want to see that part of you where your uh, back meets your butt. Oh, yeah. You like that? You want? Yeah, that's the you sexiest wanna, part. You want to cough on my dick? <laughs> okay, folks, so we are in the middle of a Best Buy. So we're gonna have to ask you to leave. What? Oh, we're making ask a purchase because <laughs> we're being too naughty. Yeah, you're sort of making out uh, mostly naked in the middle of a Best Buy. We um, were gonna buy this three doors down CD or one of these three doors down CDs. What if, if I? We could see, find that's it. not really big enough of a purchase uh, to let you. If you're gonna buy one of these flat screens, then you can do whatever you want. Speaking uh, of flat screens, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my Toshiba in his. Phonics. All right, Mark, hold on. Mark, hold on. I'm in the middle of a transaction. Uh, any of these flat screens? Even this, like, 18-inch? <laughs> no, no, no. One of these flat screens. Speaking Oof. of 18 inches. Um, Mark, come on. Grow up. You wish. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to grow up. <laughs> this happens to everyone. Okay, what are these? Anyone on the, on the top shelf? Woo, these are big. Yikes, that's a price tag. Ooh, uh, how is how is anyone paying $16,000 for a TV? Uh, they're not. Uh, please I'm, loot this store. <laughs> I'm going to place my cold balls on my own forearm. Hey, Mark, yum, it's yum, not yum, cute. Yum. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never had sex. All right, we're actually going to start projecting this, and now it's on all the screens. See you. <laughs> I drive men mad for the love of me. Easily beaten, never free. What am I? Cash. Cash money. Oh, you're getting close. Um, Cash monkey? The lottery. Hmm. Just like Clive Owen, you're closer. What it's is not the lottery? Easy, easily beaten. Uh, it's not the lottery. S- Sudoku puzzles. No, colder. Easy difficulty Sudoku puzzles. Colder. Money. Warmer. Banks. Warmer. What do you know. beat? Investing? Banks is warmer? Colder. Uh, beat the odds. Stock market. Sorry, I'm I'm uh, sorry, I'm talking to Gemma about our nest. Colder, warmer. <laughs> 71. Oh, you should, Just put on 71. You should start. Gemma's recording. drawing me a bath. <laughs> colder, warmer, colder. It's um, a bath. It doesn't have delicate temperature controls. <laughs> I'm just dumping more water into other water. Yeah, and why are we all playing Stewie Griffin? I drive men mad for the love of me. Easily beaten, never free. Die hard. What am I? 
And we know. Were war- we were warm with banks? Or money? Who said warm with banks? You said warm with money. A- Aaron said banks, and you said warmer. Yeah. Banks, money, you're warmer. Okay, okay. You're is colder. banks warmer than money, or is banks colder than money? Uh, it's about equal. I'd say money is slightly warmer. Okay, well, that's not what you said, in fact. And you <laughs> I know, love it she here. said She said you, lottery, and then I bank. know everyone's mad right now, but I really <laughs> like it here. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Agent Cody Banks, warmest. Oh, uh, okay, so spy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz. That's not Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, no, it's definitely not. Um, Malcolm in the Middle is, um, what's the theme song? Whoever thinks of it it's, first. They might man. be giants. Um, yeah. A yes, no, maybe. That's I right. don't know. Can they you call me Dr. Worm. Mm hmm. Uh, okay, oh, I'm going to give you it. one more hint. Give me a hint. I love gold. Gold. Baby back ribs. Gold. I drive men mad for the love of me, easily beaten, never free. Gold is a very malleable metal. Um, mm-hmm, I would like to mm-hmm. see a scene. Um, mm-hmm. You two uh, have gone west for the gold rush, and you're uh, sifting. What, are the, what is it called? Panning sifting. for gold? Yeah, but there's a, what's a, I'll, I'll think of it later. Um, uh, you're doing that, and uh, someone finds something that isn't gold, but it is pretty <laughs> interesting. I'm, Carl, I'm telling you, we can't stop here. We should go to California, okay? Virginia, Wait, no. ha- Virginia has no gold. Virginia's far enough, okay? All those other fools are rushing out to California. We're going to find our gold right here in this here Virginia River. All right, let's uh, put my little sifter down here. Run Wait, but what is that called? What's that? What is that called? The actual I've been calling it a colander because I know that's what you do with like uh, uh, pastas and spaghettis and stuff like that, but I don't know what it's called. Colander? It's colander? Yeah. Huh. Huh? You never okay. heard of a colander? No. What do you call one of these? Call it a sifter. You and I, and I call it panning for gold. What? No, a, a sifter has much smaller uh, holes in it, and that's like used for like flour, like fine. Sifter, sifter, never knew how much I missed her. It's I don't get that a reference. Song someday. <laughs> anyway, let's okay pan for the gold. Oh wait, man. wait! You see that glint? What is that? Holy shit! I guess I do see that glint—the glint in your eye that I've never seen and I'm recognizing now for the first time. I think I'm pregnant. How? <laughs> well, we both know how. Well, I mean, I, I, first of all, what the two of us do together cannot result in a pregnancy. Oh yeah. Well, how about I, how would I mush my mashed potatoes into your side? I'm I sorry. Want, uh, excuse me, flip, sir. The blue shirt. Uh, can we get this three doors down <laughs> CD and an album for a bat? Get out. <laughs> See. <you. laughs> uh, here we go. We're gonna do. Um, we're gonna do two more warm ups. Next one is a sundial has the fewest moving parts of any timepiece. Which has the most? The sun. A sundial has the fewest moving parts of any timepiece, which is none. Which timepiece timepiece has the most? The The peace sign. A stop uh, uh, pocket watch, regular clock. I'm so sorry, dead stop. Dead stop. You think the sun has the least amount of moving parts? No, I said Wait, it's it has the most. Amount. You think the sun has the most amount of moving parts? Yeah. Particles. <laughs> yeah, dummy. Yeah. Suns are humongous. Close up pictures of the sun. There's fucking shit happening up there. It is a party up there. There is movement. <laughs> it's moving fast. We're not a bunch of rocks up there. We are I, hot, hot heat up I, there. I gotta see a scene 
Um, Aaron, you are a uh, teenage uh, woman who has just gotten stoned for the first time, and you are suddenly super interested and hypothetically informed on what's happening on the sun, and it's really blowing your mind. Uh, hey, Dad. Oh, yeah, Tina. Uh, can I borrow the ladder from the garage? <laughs> can you borrow the ladder? Are you taking it somewhere? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm using uh, it to get somewhere. What? Uh, what did you lose a ball up on the roof or something? Is there something no, I can help you do? No, I'm gonna put the ladder on top of the roof. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're gonna take the ladder to the roof and then put the ladder on top of the roof. Tina, what's going? I on? I don't really have time for this, Dad. There's only about like three hours of daylight left. Uh, Tina, I'm starting to get a little bit concerned. What are you trying to do with the ladder on the roof? Oh, Dad, you never let me do anything fun or go to any fun parties. Here's the thing, I got a little high on marijuana. And I Googled the surface of the sun, and it looks like an absolute time and a half. And I'm rip-roaring to go. I'm going to climb up, I'm going to reach, 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 and then I'm going to make it to the sun. Tina. What? Okay. First of all, the marijuana thing, I'm not upset, but it is something that we will talk about. Second of all, you think that you're going to be able to get to the sun by climbing a ladder from the roof? Tina, that's never going to work. What oh, we need to do okay. is we need to build a ramp. All right. And then hit that ramp with the car. <laughs> I, by the way, full disclosure, I did find a little bit of your marijuana, and I smoked a little bit first I'm not, time And myself. I'm not mad about that, and we will talk about that later, but I don't See, think the ramp's going to work. We have I think you're going to double that. bounce me on a trampoline. <laughs> See. I'll drive my car into the trampoline. See. Mer- See. Meredith, Meredith. Adel, we're going to figure this out. If you let <laughs> us do this, we'll figure out a way well to the sun. be climbing to the sun. A sundial has the fewest moving parts of any timepiece. Which has the most? A regular clock. Okay, that is incorrect. Digital clock. Uh, incorrect. Is it the, is it the peace sign? Because uh, no. it has... No, it has, okay. no. Mm-hmm. The hand has how many bones? Oh, the a car. The hand bones connected to the car bones. <laughs> My hand bones connected to you, dick bone. I'm jerking you off in a <laughs> closet. Please be silent when you come. <laughs> And that's and your uh, rejection for America's fondest uh, childhood memories. America's was... fondest <laughs> memories. You might be a star tonight. So let that camera show. <laughs> um, here's Aaron's my favorite thing about here's my favorite thing about America's funniest videos is every single time it's like a it's like a cat jumps out of a couch and then it's Bob Saget being like, "Oh, what's going on over here?" And then they pan to the audience losing their mind, or it's like a parrot doing something, and he's like, "Polly, one up." Radio? Well, we didn't have the internet then, Adel. That's fair. also all of those studio audience. They were pumping in O2, so you were fucking slap happy high as shit for all of those. Ooh, just like casinos in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, well, some somebody gave an answer. What'd you say? A car. Answer car. You think a car? What timepiece? Okay, explain that. Well, there's like a clock connected to a car. I don't okay. know. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. It's got the most moving parts. Yes, a sundial has the fewest moving parts of any timepiece, which has the most. So what you have to do is you have to really rack those brains about different types of timepieces throughout time. So, so big, sundial, big Ben. Okay. There's um, clocks, obviously. There's yeah. watches. Seems like we um, can't stop. Can't stop talking about clocks. There's and it, that's pocket not Pocket watches. Okay. There are still a type of clock. Yeah, another Digital. type of clock. There's digital clocks, sure, like so, computers. I don't know if you a know brain. this, but uh, th- um, I don't know if you know this, but in the years um, 
zero to, I don't know, 1438 when the Texas Instruments calculator was born, they had to use an abacus because um, calculators were not invented. So this is along those lines. So before, think before watches, before digital clocks, before clocks in general. So, but in between sundials, is it before sundials? It's probably same time or maybe a little after. Uh, so one guy was like, I got this thing. It's called a sundial. It tells uh-huh. me exactly where uh-huh. the sun is in the sky. And the other guy was like, I got one that's way more <laughs> fucking complicated. Well, I'll tell you something. It definitely has the most moving parts. And it even has a measurement of time in the title. Is it a Timex watch? <laughs> time machine. Know, time machine. I want to kill both of you. Is Why it a guy? me? Is it a I'm just being ho- quiet and dumb. <laughs> is it a person holding their hands up like a clock? And That's just, our like, new T-shirt. Mo- moving them, moving them like uh, you know. Yeah, JPC thing. That yes. thing. That's a windmill. It's a cartoon cat moving its hands. It's Felix the cat. How um, do people tell time? Is it a time bomb? So you think in between sundials and watches is a time machine? Yeah, I mean, if Fucking whenever the time machine goes back, that's what it is in time. So HD Wells is what I meant. Fucking yeah. Orson Wells. Orson Wells. <laughs> that's funny. Attack that's... of the time machines. <laughs> um, boy, I don't want to give it to you because you're so close. But I feel and like it, we have it, to. You move said it on. has it has the word time in it. It has a measurement of time in it. So think about the different Second. measurements of time. No. Minute. Minute. No. Hourglass. Hourglass. Oh. It's sand. an hourglass. The sand is the moving part in the hourglass. Sandy? With wow. thousands of grains of sand, the hourglass has the most moving parts of any timepiece. Like sand through an hourglass. These <laughs> are the times of our lives. Claudia Tiedemann. Um, We're going to be like a bad hourglass and take a break. Mm-hmm. Or about anything, really. Yeah, that's fair. Well, good employees every four hours. Four hours? Have, right? Legally I mean, have to take a 15-minute break? I think if they have a union, maybe. You should take a break and stop looking at your screen for 10 minutes of every hour. You shouldn't just stare directly at your screen all day. I never take a break because I freaking love capitalism. <laughs> well, well right with back. that, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> Wow, JPC, your aura is kind of, it's kind of like a gray. Oh, thank like you. Like a dark gray. Do you mind if I take a picture of your aura? Oh, ab- no. The, and honestly, I get stopped all the time asking if people could, oh, did you say take a picture of my Speeding aura? Speeding or? Yeah, take a picture of your aura because I want to put it in my aura digital frame, which is uh, my new favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on so many people's aura digital frames that I would be honored to have my aura on your aura. Oh, uh, my aura on your aura. Yeah, that sounds great. I got these aura frames. I gave one to my mom for Mother's Day. She absolutely freaking loves it. Mm-hmm. You just upload any pictures you have, pops up into the frame immediately. If you, like I bought my mom a frame, I can upload pictures to her frame at any time. It's one of the best things I've ever purchased for my mom. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames, and they allow you to share and display unlimited photos. And like I said, my aura photo, my gray, it's kind of like a storm cloud energy that I have. Um, yeah, people can I can actually see that. see that. Sometimes I like the top of my head is actually wet because of how powerful huh. my aura is. Uh, and people You're stop me all the time, ask me for my picture. They say, I want to put this on my frame. <laughs> it's perfect for Mother's mm. Day. I want to give this to my mom for Mother's Day. I want her to, I want her to see the stormy man that I met. It huh. happens to me all the time. Yeah. Oh, and we should say that Aaron uh, got sucked into a book. Um, 
you know, they also have great privacy. You have complete control over who has mm. access to your frame, and the Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, which many other digital frames require. So people can't steal your sort of gray, your grayish sort of uh, energy. Yeah, and the book is over 100 years old. Um, Aura was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura Ooh. frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code RIDDLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I would open the book to help Aaron, but I don't want to get sucked in myself if, you know. Of course, you know no one does. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and then I, I'll, I'll just go and I'll, I'll start with the jingle. Is that, yeah. is that okay mm-hmm. if I start? Whenever with, you're okay. ready. Henson shaving! You better shave your hair! How was that? It's pretty good. I, it's, okay. It was a little bit more yacht rock than before, which is actually what we're going for. Oh, great! Because the 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 call, my call said yacht rock. I mean, that's why they, that's why you brought JPC in. I mean, I'm, I'm Mr. Yacht Rock. Yeah, exactly. And we here at Henson Shaving are a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS International Space Station and mm. Mars Rover. And now we're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Okay. Now I didn't know that about uh, aerospace manufacturing and mm-hmm. uh, international space. I'll give you a, I'll give you a jingle with more of like a space feel if that's okay. Perfect. You gotta shave in space. Yeah. Well, that sounds like the aliens are singing it, and our uh, aliens don't buy our products. So that's um, our razor blades. Huh. Dang. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Good note. Good note. Mm-hmm. JBC razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble. The more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem; it's an extension problem. And we here okay, at Hanson di- solve that. Diving board makes me think beach, and so let's do like more of like a beachy vibe uh, for the jingle. Oh, Hanson shaving, shaving at the beach. Huh. Okay. What do we think? That was actually pretty good. That's more of a Elvis. Uh, it, you know, uh, just like Elvis in the fifties, I want to say mm-hmm. Henson Razors works with standard dual edge blades to give you the old school shave with the benefits of new school tech. Once you own a Henson razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades, just like in the 1950s when razors were like 3 to $5 a year. And now it's yeah. thousands. Mm-hmm. And Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. Aaron, go ahead and tell us how to get those uh, Henson razors. Oh, she got sucked into an ancient sucked book of in. evil. To an ancient book of evil, yeah, so she's and not going to be She's in a world we can't even us. begin to imagine. Uh, I'll read it. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash riddle to pick the razor for you and use code riddle and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to h-e-n-s-o-n-s-h-a-v-i-n-g.com slash riddle and use code riddle. Okay, 100 free blades. Let me just do uh, yeah, another. Whenever you're ready. Another jingle? Okay, 100 free blades. He's the black hunter of vampires, and there's a hundred of him. Henson shaving! 100 free blades! So is it like Blade siblings, or he he got cloned, or... I don't quite know how it works. (laughs) 
This show is brought to you by Helix Sleep. You know what? All of this, all of this, trying to get Aaron out of this uh, ancient evil book that she's been sucked into has really drained me, Adel. And I think it's time for us to just take a little nap. And what better way to do it than on our Helix Sleep mattresses? Oh, Helix Sleep is the saving grace in my life right mm-hmm. now. I'm so stressed. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd be able to sleep. But because of my Helix Sleep mattress, I sleep like a baby, even though Aaron's, you know, somewhere in the dark abyss of uh, the uh, book. Uh, and we don't her. know. We don't know what's in the book. We just know that it's a book. We don't know that she doesn't have a Helix Sleep mattress in there. We don't know that inside of the book you can't take the Helix Sleep quiz, which I right. did. And I got matched with a Midnight Lux mattress, which is one of the best night's sleep I've ever had on this mattress. It's, it's such a relaxing sleep. And we don't know that that's not what Aaron's experiencing in the book that she got sucked into. Yes, and we realize everybody's unique mm-hmm. and everyone sleeps differently. You know, Aaron sleeps inside of a book. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. I know me, Gemma, our cats, mm-hmm. we all lay on this bed and we all just zonk. We're all just so comfortable. Yeah. Plus, it's shipped straight to your door free of charge, and you get a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Plus, models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side, models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions, plus enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. And if there were to be a mattress that helps you sleep in the abyss of the book that you're trapped into, I think Helix would be a strong contender for making that mattress, which they don't currently, I do have to say. Yeah, and we should say their um, sort of booklet that comes with the mattress, if you open that, you're totally fine. You're not going to, it's not going to put you in a new sort of- The book uh, that Aaron got sucked into was over 100 years old. So yes, Helix we, hasn't been around as a company for that long. Not to knock them, but I mean, like a lot of companies yeah, haven't been around for over 100 they're, years. They're going to be. And that's they because surely will. That's because they're doing such things as offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash riddle and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. And don't touch 100-year-old books. <laughs> <laughs> And we are back in time. Um, everybody uh, ready to do some main... Oh, Aaron, yes? I'm ready, uh, but I have a question for my two sweet boys. Ooh. Adel and JPC. Camden, Brayden, get in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, mommy? I, did I not tell you I had two sweet boys, sweet sons? Um, I'm having a... Uh, there's a huge debate happening on my family group chat. It's not just Ooh. immediate family. There's some extended family involved. Um, my brother-in-law, Mitch is having Damn a debate it. with my sister Ugh. about what... Uh, his wife? His wife. Uh, okay. About his what wife? Daniel Day-Lewis movie is the most iconic. Okay. And now. every and it's blowing up. Every five seconds in the corner of my screen, I'm just seeing a thing in all caps with exclamation points. Okay, okay. Um, there's a definite right answer to this. And well, I know, I know and I want you two and then our listeners to settle the debate for us. As a massive Daniel Day-Lewis fan... Um, having seen every one of his movies, except for I've never seen Gandhi, and I believe he makes a small appearance in that, and I've never seen My Beautiful Laundrette. Laundrette? I've seen uh, Which I think is his first movie. Gandhi's um, like three and a half hours long, too, right? Gandhi's very long. Um, in the Name of the Father and The Boxer and Last of the Mohicans are probably my three favorite of his movies, but his most iconic role, I, is it his most iconic role or most iconic movie? Both. 
Like I think, I'd say movie. Okay, I have to say a hundred percent. It's there will be blood. Okay, JPC. Um, I, I don't know. You're gonna I mean, say part, nine. Part of the uh, Phantom Thread. <laughs> uh, pa- part of this, I feel like maybe is gonna be age dependent. Like wh- wh- however old you are, or like when you when you cut your teeth, maybe on Daniel Day Lewis. I was gonna say my gut was gonna say Gangs of New York. He's just covered uh, in bite marks. <laughs> you cut your, you cut your teeth? Well, uh, well, no skin off my teeth, which is I don't understand. Uh, I, yeah, I would say Gangs of New York. I mean, maybe, maybe there would be blood is 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 the more iconic one, but I don't know. To me, I I see Daniel Day Lewis as Bill the Butcher. That's how I see the Daniel best line Lewis. in that whole movie is when he throws the axe and goes, "Oopsie Daisy." Which is just fantastic. Wait, what was your? What did you say your favorites were, Adolf? Uh, in the name of the Father mm-hmm. is in, absolutely incredible. Um, the Boxer mm-hmm. and Last of the Mohicans, which Last it, of the Mohicans isn't. It, it isn't like an incredible movie, but the soundtrack and it was also the very first Daniel Day-Lewis movie I saw because my mom that's was obsessed with it. That's the one that Mitch says it. is the most iconic. But yeah. when I think he really just loves that movie. Yeah, it's not the most iconic. That is wrong. It definitely there is not the blood. most iconic. It's maybe the best uh, film score. I remember having that score on CD because I loved it so much. But it, it's I love. I'll never not watch that. But I feel like There Will Be Blood is absolutely, and that's the one he won the Oscar for. And that's the one, like, I was just saying to Mitch, like, I haven't heard anyone reference Last of the Mohicans in maybe a decade. Like I, I was in love with the sister in that. So there's Madeline Stowe, who plays the lead um, sister, and then she has a younger sister. And I was absolutely in love with that woman. But I can't, I don't know the actress's name. But I have heard people mention There Will Be Blood about 40 times in the last year. And we talk about it on this podcast all the time. I drink your milkshake. Here's my thing with There Will Be Blood. There was way more blood in Gangs of New York. <laughs> Gangs of New York being called There Will Be Blood? There Will Be Blood in New York? There Will Be Blood in New York, colon, gang fight. Nine. This Hashtag one's nine. about gangs. Comma, the movie. <laughs> um, now I want to watch There Will Be Blood. Great movie. Um, let's Shia do, great actor. Let's do some long form riddies and puzzies. Here we go. Alexandra spent- Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeoufs. What are you talking about? I was really at the end of Last really Mohicans. Hoping, I was really hoping that would just skate by and no one would be like, I heard Mohicans, it. he was great at that. He was they hide that. in a waterfall behind a Shia LaBeoufs. Alexandra spends her day making people wince, sometimes scream in pain. But people seek her out and pay her money to do this work. Sometimes her client may even bleed a little, but they almost always come back for more. Dentist. Dog assassin. <laughs> oh, God. It is a dog assassin, which is, Aaron, who you ran into. You ran into the John Wick of dog assassins. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I keep looking at Lou being like, someone wanted you dead? People um, think that John Wick is such an amazing movie, but the fucking monetary system in John Wick makes no fucking sense yes, to me. Yes, 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 yes. Have we talked co- about this? One coin for fucking everything? One it's like, coin, here's a coin for a tip. One here's a coin, coin for a yes. week in a hotel. One coin buys him in common a cocktail, like a Sazerac, and then another coin buys him a car. And it's like, what are we doing? No, Dude, good. I, I, never I wish that was that. the way money would work. It's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. I, the first time I saw John Wick 1, I was like... I, I was like, I love this movie. That there's, it's deeply flawed. Um, I want to see a scene. John Wick is also the opposite of a dog assassin because he, he kills people who kill revenge. dogs. Mm. I want to see a scene. Um, Aaron, you are Aaron. Um, the police have caught the your dog assassin who is in that park, 
and you are in a prison sale, uh, prison sale, <laughs> which is like a yard sale. You're in a prison cell. Um, a JPC is the dog assassin. He's uh, handcuffed to a table, and you are um, kind of uh, interrogating or trying to get some closure or some answers. Yeah, this is what they let yeah. civilians do. Aaron, Her- only if you're comfortable doing this. No, that's great. Okay. First things first, um, I'm not sure why I'm in the prison cell. But if you could go grab that key. Uh, you you can leave anytime you want. Sorry, sorry, it's I locked actually, it. It's actually, it's locked. Can I'm you unlock it? Me? Yeah, of Are course. you talking to me? No, 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 no. Here we go. Sorry, I'll open it. I'll, she I'll just can leave, leave I have to stay. Yeah, I'll open it. Kermit? We- yeah? Unlock the door, and then I need a moment alone. Hiya! Okay. <laughs> Here you go. Here's the keys. Thank you. So, you caught me. I guess my old dastardly plan is laid bare before me. Well, what do you want to know? I'm an open book, you see. Who hired me? Is that your first question? This isn't my first rodeo, and I've been in this position many times before. I was hired by Sean. Puppy I'm sorry, points. I'm on the phone. I'm on I'm the phone again, and you're interrupting <laughs> me, I, no, me again. Too. No, me too. I'm on the phone, too. <laughs> uh... Very good, very good. Um, so we said dentist and dog assassin. You're both wrong. I'll read it it's one not more time. a dentist. No, nope. Ale- Alexander spends her day making people wince, sometimes scream in pain. Tattoo. But people seek her out and pay her money to do this work. Sometimes her clients may even bleed a little, but they almost always come back for more. Aaron, Tattoo artist. That's a that's an even better answer than what the real answer is. What but is it's it? Not. What? That's not the real answer? Tattoo, no, tattoo artist is the best answer. But it's very, very, very hot. I would like hot, to see a hot, scene. Hot, 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 hot. Yes. Like, a, like someone piercing? Uh, Adel, you just gave, uh, or no, JPC, you just gave Adel a full back tattoo, and it mm-hmm. doesn't look very good, but you're really trying to like sweeten the deal, like you're like you, like, trying to make him feel better about it and being positive. Okay. Okay, uh, I'm going to let you up off the table now, and okay. then I got the two mirrors here, so you okay. you let me know how you think, okay. or what you think. Um, huh. Uh, so in one of these mirrors, I look super short, and in the other one, I look um, super distorted. Yes. Uh, so the carnival here at Carnival Tattoo, uh, we'll do it your way, but then if you don't want the carnival mirrors, I, we can just move over to the other side of the room, and we can just use the regular mirrors. Okay, if, if yeah. If you no, let's get, use the better mirrors. Look. Yeah, yeah. Great, and great. I trust, since we're on this cruise, that um, there's no, no sort of... Um, bumpage no. or anything during the, it's, okay it's all on the cruise it's very choppy but here in this room the way that the room was built there's uh-huh. no tilt okay great mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. let me oh boy this uh this does yeah. not look great this i okay. okay i asked for uh a picture of a bottle and it says mom mom i love you and this looks now, like this looks like a otter eating out a unicorn okay so when you said picture a bottle I thought that was a starting place for okay. what I was to picture mentally <laughs> Okay. before I went to your tattoo. And I pictured a bottle of Jack Daniels. Wait, 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 wait. Why are you trying to walk? Whiskey. Don't try and walk out of the door. I wouldn't be. You're I wouldn't turning be. I the care. knob of the door. Oh, this? No. This is not my supplies closet. Never mind. Oh. Okay. I don't even want to go in here. Okay. So I pictured a bottle of whiskey, drank okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> drank a real bottle of whiskey. Okay. And then started to give you the tattoo. Uh-huh. But get, what I had just watched was Paw Patrol. Uh, okay. It, on the uh, unicorn's uh, on the unicorn's tummy, mm-hmm. it says "I'm French." Great. So, are you familiar with the concept of French dressing? It's ranch <laughs> dressing and French dressing in one dressing, and you can make it by just dumping the bottles huh. and then mixing it. So, and, why and, why does the unicorn think it's French? Great. 
because no, no, they no, don't no, sell. No, 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 you're not going anywhere. I was thinking I might need to get my supplies out of okay, the closet. Okay. This is the exit. I don't even want to go here. I'm totally committed to talking to you. Okay. So the unicorn was French because that type of dressing is so hard to find. What else is hard to find? Unicorn. It's one of the okay. most rare um, animals in the world. Okay. And uh, the unicorn's horn is a uh, pointy-headed French Stuart. So, okay. Yes. So... Third Rock from the Sun, hugely influential TV show to be. John Lithgow. Okay. okay. No, 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 no. Back, 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 back. This, did you not say let's go? No. <laughs> you said you wanted to stay here and finish this Nobody conversation? Nobody said that. Nobody said okay. let's go. I swear to God. Okay, I'm not nope. crazy. So anyway, Lithgow. Loved him in Dexter. Uh, that was the last great season of Dexter, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, Who do I blame for that? What's that? Yeah, we all agree that. Jimmy Smith was all downhill. <laughs> yeah, I think Jimmy Smith, was that the season after or Maybe. the season before? I can't remember. Continue. I think it was the season before. So, did you even watch Dexter? I lied. No, I didn't. I can't have this conversation with someone who hasn't watched Dexter. Why don't you take some time to this think about it? This is my fault. This is my watch fault. Watch Dexter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fucked up because the woman who he in real life marries it plays his sister on the show, who he's also attra- attracted to. Oh. And in the last season, they're already divorced. Are you watch- kidding me? The, I'm not. The young cartoon scientist dates oh. his sister. What did I do? Do they fuck the in that laboratory? They must. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch Sector's Laboratory? That is my favorite hair riddle riddle scene of all time. I'm not even kidding. I have um, tears. Tears are very, rolling down my face. Uh, very Ooh, close, guys, very close to so a funny. tattoo artist. Um, I think you guys can get it. I'll give you like 15 seconds. Very, <laughs> very guys, hold on. I'm still freaking out about that. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not even, I can't even hear any. Uh, did you not say let's go? I'm not crazy. Uh, <laughs> is it a piercing um, artist? It, like a Claire's? It is. It's basically a tattoo artist, basically, but there's Piercing. no, but you're not walking away with any uh, ink. Oh, is it one of those uh, clowns that does the face paint on you <laughs> at a festival? Oh boy, I think you were. I think someone tried to kill you. Henna? Is it henna? Uh, close. It is a acupuncturist. Oh. <clears throat> but ta- ta- I like tattooist. Tattoo, uh, I think, is better. Um, I. Want to see a scene? I yes. am a, uh, a preteen, and I'm about to get my ears pierced at Claire's. And uh, JPC, you're about to pierce my ears, and your bedside manner is probably not the best. Okay, you can still get pregnant from preteen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Adel. Thank you. Okay, uh, my name's Adam. I'm going to be your piercing specialist today. Okay. Uh, oh, what's wrong? I Oh, I, I just don't like needles very much, and I just I want to get this over with. Okay, well, um, if you're going to be like a little fucking baby, we don't have to do it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not a baby. I can give you your $8 back. No, no, no. You can no. have the $8. I'm not a baby. I'm in the sixth grade. I'm a big kid. Okay. I I see that your, da- your dad's here with you. Yeah. He's not going to fucking do anything, are you? No, no, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because you're a baby too? Yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Because you're a baby? If you're such a baby, why aren't you eating this can of baby food? Um, Dad, just do it. Okay. Just do what he says. Ah, ah, metal. Ah, metal. Ah, metal. Ooh. Oh, it's stuck. It's stuck in my throat. It's stuck in my throat. The can was open. <laughs> he didn't have to eat the whole. Okay, so yeah, we can uh, we can pierce your ears. Let's see. Uh, do you know what kind of gauge you want? I don't. I only have elevens. <laughs> I only have elevens. No, I just want like these little diamond studs. Okay, well these will fall right through a fucking eleven gauge. That's gonna go right. The diamond studs. I it's don't it's like dunking hey, a basketball. Sorry. Sorry, I was walking through. Did somebody call for me? Did someone say Nicholas Cage? Um, I don't want him piercing my ears either. 
Here, give Actually, me the needle. I'm no. a huge fa- fan. Here's the needle. Put the bunny down. Kidding. Here we go. What are you? Where am I going with this? Wait, are you John Travolta or Nick Cage? Sandy. <laughs> Face uh, off. Uh, huh? What? 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 Who? Cage. Oh, you did it! I didn't even feel it. Thank you, Nicholas Cage. You're wow. welcome. To now that's of, an American hero. <laughs> Scene. Wow, um, I wish Nicolas Cage worked at Claire's. What if you went to the mall and he was, you just looked over and Nicolas Cage was working at Claire's? I mean, it's like a weird undercover boss thing where, like, <laughs> I give it 10 months. <laughs> What's he up to? Nothing. Um, oh. I'll give it 10 months and I will see Nicolas Cage working at Claire's. I what think at one the... point he had like 11 houses and he like lost a bunch of money because oh, of bad yeah. investments and stuff. Didn't he yeah. buy a dinosaur skull? He bought yeah. a T-Rex skull Incredible. for like a million and a half dollars. He bought the LaLaurie house, which is like the most haunted house in America that American Horror Story was based off of. Um, yeah, and he lost it all. Um, there was, I, I here's what I remember. There was a movie that he was uh, attached to that was coming out, but I can't remember the... I can't remember the name of it. A tiger who's uncircumcised. A lion with a library book. A lemur with an overdue book. An iguana who loves Smash Mouth. A zebra with a comb over. A goldfish wearing a basketball. On his head. <laughs> a shark who doesn't swim so well. A mango tree with a mango on it. Animal parade. Uh, hey, uh, it's our favorite segment, Animal Parade. We have an article here to kick off our Animal Parade. This is from Rich Roberts, who said we can use his full name. Their, whoa. Full, their full name. Uh, can we can we uh, just anonymize it a little bit and just call them uh, Rob Richards? Yes, this is from Rob Richards. Thank you, Rob. Uh, says, my dog once ate what I estimate to be around three pounds of wood chip mulch, and we burned our vacation money for that year getting her stomach pumped. Also, here's an article on sheep. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> um, what that's a so weird, stressful. What a weird cold open to uh, an email. I but love weirdly, But weirdly on topic for today's show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, he if couldn't you, have known. If you ever have an article for us to read for an Animal Parade segment, please send that to hrrpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and don't with, forget to include your depressing dog fact. <laughs> <laughs> and put in the in the subject line, Animal Parade. Um, so here is an article about animals. This is from bbc.com. Heard of it. And speaking of heard, the title of this article is, Sheep are not stupid, and they're not helpless either. <laughs> This is um, clearly uh, a sheep wrote this. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say this is clearly re- written by a sheep. Uh, sheep are not stupid and they're not helpless either. Sheep are one of the most unfairly stereotyped animals on the planet. <laughs> what? She wrote this. Uh, a British sheep sat All in right. a typewriter and sent I'll, this in. I'll see a scene. Uh, Adel, you are giving a, uh, a press conference about a uh, j- just just a uh, some local happenings. Uh, there's going to be several journalists in the crowd asking questions. Uh, Aaron, you are going to be one of those journalists. You are obviously a sheep uh, disguised as a person. Um, so if anyone doesn't know, um, here in uh, Talisha, we've mm. had some break-ins. Um, there's mm. been some mm. raccoons who have uh, been able to Ma- undo latches yeah, in the back porch. Me, yes. yes, 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 yes. Um, yes, uh, uh, Mary's lamb from the uh, Baba Times. 
Oh, I'm unfamiliar. I just ate my notebook, but I would like to say, it has seemed very unfair how we're treating sheep in this town. Steady, steady. (laughs) I'm definitely not standing on top of a sheep under me, so I'm the size of a man. Okay. Um, Richard wh- Masters, BBC One. Are there any corporates? Have oh. you pretended any corporates? Oh, I have to say, I love I Am Legend. What was your question? Have I- you apprehended any corporates? We have yet to apprehend any corporates, but we do um, know that raccoons love trash. So we've put out some trash cans over on Elm and 2nd Street, and we're waiting to see if we can catch someone Mary who matches Sh- the paw prints. Excuse me, here it's Mary Sheep from Baba Times again. I'm sorry, why are we talking about raccoons? Um, they are small, and I see you. I, I'm looking around, and everyone here is wearing a wool coat. And I'm not saying that you should uh, say thank uh, you uh, to the uh, sheep, uh, but I'm sorry. just saying. Yes, I'm just talking about the sheer facts here. These are the sheer facts, and I'm and I'm wow. speaking to them. What? Wow! Oh. If a sheep was here, thank God there's no sheep here. Oh, okay. Um, are there any Steady. other questions about the? <laughs> Uh, Richard, Richard Masters, uh, yes. BBC One. I do have a question. Yes. Um, is she a sheep? Um, she appears to be a sheep. No, yeah. I'm a human woman in a long coat with little sheep feet at the bottom, and I'm not standing uh-huh. on top of my brother, crushing him to death. You keep moving forward three feet and then backwards three feet, <laughs> and you're you're bending <laughs> at your back and stomach at a 45-degree angle. <laughs> <laughs> you also said your last name was Sheep, and you said you were from the Baba Times. <laughs> I have I'm Mary uh, a, Sheep from the Baba Times. Done a quick Google. Uh, Baba Times appears to be a real paper. It is a sheep paper for sheep. They don't hire just sheep at the Baba Times. I'm a human woman. Here I to apologize. say, why aren't we talking about the sheep? Um, in other news, local news, the Who have decided to rename Ba Ba O'Reilly to Teenage Wasteland to make ba- it less confusing. <laughs> She's a sheep. <laughs> um, sheep are one of the most unfairly stereotyped animals on the planet. Almost everything we believe about them is wrong. This is by Harriet Constable, fake name. Uh, and, it, it, and it's not even an article, it's just a list here. It says, Reputation. Sheep are stupid, defenseless, and harmless creatures that mope about on hillsides doing not very much. I mope about. (laughs) I'm a sheep. I mope about. They are good for two things, being eaten and producing wool. And then the next part says, reality. Sheep are actually surprisingly intelligent with impressive memory and recognition skills. They build friendships, stick up for one another in fights, and feel sad when their friends are sent to slaughter. (laughs) What the fuck? They are also what this is a weird turn. They are what? also one of the most destructive creatures on the planet. And t- and then it dro- and then it totally drops that. And then it moves on. Intelligent, <laughs> complex, sociable, all words we would quickly assign to humans, but would not dream of extending to sheep. Those fluffy white creatures you see milling about in fields or served up with mint sauce on your dinner plate. I can't continue reading this because it gets crazier from here. I uh, I thought the BBC was like the world's most trusted source for news. I mean, this seems like a BBC opinion type of thing. Like, it doesn't sound this like... This is fucking wild. Are you telling me there are sheep out there moping about because they know their friend just got murdered and eaten? <laughs> Why do we keep doing research on animals that we are eating? It's like, we just we just got back uh, some preliminary data. It looks like pigs can have families. And they do feel sad... <laughs> When their families are taken from them. I do. Why? Why do we need to know this? Liam Neeson, I do want to say, here's just a sentence that uh, further down the article. Here's just one sentence. 
Sheep have erotic preferences. 8% are homosexual. 8%? Wow. I just love erotic preferences. Oh my God. What I are some of these erotic preferences? I guess, is, do sheep have like a Kinsey scale where it's like, they're like, uh, sheep, would you identify yourself as gay? But like, uh, gay, like, am I? No. Like, do I, am, do I feel when I see Tom Hardy in a movie, do I get an erection? Yeah. Am I gay? I don't think so. I don't, wouldn't qualify that. You which, think that they're gay for humans? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sheep Hardy. <laughs> Tom <you> Sheepy. <laughs> sheep, sheep despair, uh. Uh, a sheep's despair is triggered by situations which are evaluated as sudden, unfamiliar, unpredictable, and uncontrollable. They were domesticated between 1100 and 9000 BC for use of their woolen fleece, meat, and milk. They can deliver a painful kick to anyone who gets too close. <laughs> I'm just imagining the Wallace and Gromit sheep. This is written like someone who like woke up at 6 a.m. to write a paper that was due at 8 a.m. And they're just like, what what can we find out about sheeps? Yeah, One, start off, with a, start off with a strong opinion. Sheep are under underappreciated. And then just list some facts. All right. I want to see a scene. So this scene is going to be all three of us. Uh, we are 10,000 years in the future. Um, the human race uh, has been completely overtaken by a race of intelligent aliens. That is what we are. We uh, use, obviously, the human race as we use, like, uh, cattle, um, just, you know, for food and for cloth and stuff like that. Um, but we are three uh, eighth graders uh, in the alien race who is doing a report on humans uh, because we've actually learned a lot of other stuff about humans and the way that they actually behave that not many people know you may think that humans are just for eating you may think that humans are fun and funny to look at and to pet and to yell at and you also might think humans stink they roll around in their shit and uh they tell like banal jokes well that part is true (laughs) but humans are so much more. They're they don't, they horrible don't ju- to each other. Mm-hmm. And they don't just tell banal jokes. They be anal. That's Retentive. an example of a human joke. <laughs> How bad was that? <laughs> Pretty bad. Pretty bad. According to our research, one time when a human named Aaron was in the sixth grade... She tried to put a boy's backpack uh, away for him because it was out in the hallway and he kept getting in trouble for his backpack being out of his locker. So she put it back in for him. He saw this when he was coming back from the bathroom and ran into the classroom saying that Aaron was crazy and was stealing stuff from her locker when really she was tired of watching the boy get yelled at. She got in so much trouble and the school called her home. Can you believe that that kid named John did that? Humans are terrible. (laughs) And did you know that a 14-year-old human named Adal once grew super long sideburns and had a goatee and thought it looked good? The school called him to go home. (laughs) Did you know that some humans have even been able to produce uh, rudimentary culture? One of those things that they enjoy is music. And yet, there was a 13-year-old human named JPC who memorized every lyric to Kid Rock's Ba with the Ba. That's what he did with that gift. Which we will now recite. Ba with the Ba. No, no, no. From the beginning. My name is Kid. Kid Rock. See. 
<laughs> oh, um, let's do. Well, we have to do one final riddle that's based around animals. Here okay. we go. That we're going to do this very quickly. But this is the close of our animal parade segment. A large creature lives in Brazil. It has no claws, fangs, or venom, but it is the most dangerous creature in the world. Other animals flee at its approach, and where it goes, death and destruction sometimes follow. Human. Humans. Bingo, bango, hatata. Hatata. The creature is a human being. It is dangerous because it is somet- it sometimes does not use its intelligence well. What a nice little uh, full circle moment for this uh, wow. segment and it's that article. It's dangerous because it sometimes does not use its intelligence well. <laughs> wow. That's, what a way to say that. And a good example of that is uh, Hey Riddle Riddle in general. We're not using mm-hmm. our intelligence at all. And speaking of not using our intelligence at all, um, JPC, do you have anything to plug? Sure. You can follow me over at Twitch, twitch.tv slash sharkbarkman. Uh, listen to the Bill Buds podcast. You can find that podcast uh, anywhere podcasts are found uh, by searching Bill Buds, one word, B-I-L-L-B-U-D-S. Aaron, anything to plug? Um, follow me, Aaron Keefe 10 on Instagram, Aaron Keefe 2 on Twitter. I've been really enjoying how many of you decided to watch Frontier House. Um, and a lot, I'm getting a lot of messages about it that are making me laugh out loud. Um, so, uh, thank you so much for that. If you have any message you want to send me, please, um, message me on Instagram. Adel. Yes. Um, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Adel Rafai. And besides that, maybe just send me some Good vibes uh, and fingers crossed for this house. I know. I can't wait to hear. Uh, I'm sending you nothing but good energy. I'm sending you fingers and crosses for your house. And you feel free to decorate with those however you want. Uh, they are human fingers. Don't send them in the mail crosses. again, JPC, because and I've heard, it's a huge mess. I've heard that, you know, obviously crystals and there's good luck charms uh, all send very good positive energy for, for a potential homeowner. But they say in all of the universe, there's one entity that sends um, the best luck for someone to to close on a home. Um, do we want to say that? Aaron Keefe. <laughs> Bye forever. Jupiter. Bye. No, too late. It's too late. Created by Adel Rafai. Starring Aaron Keefe and John Patrick Cohen. Casey Tony did the editing. And Marty Parrish did the Hello, if you enjoyed that episode, or if you enjoyed our Riddle City episodes, we think you might enjoy our episode that comes out this Friday on our Patreon. It is a new story arc. It's three episodes long, and it takes place in the 1980s at a high school. It's a mystery. It's so fun. Arnie Parrott wrote a new theme. Casey is absolutely killing it on the editing. I'm really, really proud of it. So if you want to listen to that, you can join our Clue Crew, which is $5 a month. You get four episodes of that. Or you can join our Review Crew, which is $8 a month, and you'll get two extra bonus hours of content, which is a review crew episode and a video live stream if you are interested in that go to patreon.com slash hey riddle riddle that's patreon.com slash hey riddle riddle i am so excited for this 1980s arc and we would love if you joined us have a great week that was a headgum podcast <laughs>